0: Hi, this is Jen, and I'm Alice, Woo-hoo. and we want to welcome you to Smart Sassy Seniors. Woo-hoo. I am a realistic naturopath, and I'm a breath, mind, body, and movement queen. You are the queen.
1: I am. And we are both surfing into our 60s on the Gold Coast in Australia. This podcast is for those of us who want to live bold, bright, and vital during the second half of our lives. Woo-hoo. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Mrs. Jen. Hey, Mrs. Alice. You used to be a sugar fiend. Yes, I have been a sugar fiend in my life for a long
0: time. You have. And Mm. a lot of us have had interesting journeys with sugar. Haven't we just? So we want to talk about that today. So, sugar in general is actually good sugars are fine for you. And in fact, they're needed to take amino acids up into our brain Mm. to turn our happies on. So they have a place. The difference between having good sugars like natural sugars in fruits and things like yeah. that versus added sugars and crap sugars. So yeah. tell us about your relationship with sugar in the past. Let's start there and then yep. we can break down break what down. you did to yeah. change that as a lifestyle habit.
1: Yep. Go. I think for as long as I could remember, I had a, um, a very disturbing dance with sugar. A disturbing dance. <laughs> sounds interesting anyway. I just was always negotiating things in my mind because I craved sugar all the time. And mm. so, what was uh, your favorite sugar you went to? Oh, gee. Uh, you know, things like, well, you would love this, but bum glue kind of coffee rolls with pink icing and white bread things coffee things rolls like with that. pink icing yeah, and loads of butter. Donuts,
0: oh, uh, jam donuts. Oh, uh, jam donuts. They're childhood memories.
1: Yeah. Uh, caramel slices. Oh, I love caramel <laughs> slice.
0: My mum used to make the most amazing caramel slice. Yeah.
1: And chocolate, of course. And chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. chocolate was probably the one I remember actually one time. <laughs> So so desperate for chocolate that I went over to it was actually my mum's place. She wasn't home, and I was hunting around for chocolate because I clearly I'd eaten it all in my yep. place. And she this was years ago, this was probably fifteen years ago. Mm. And um, so it was the the start of the dark dark chocolate, like okay. the eighty yep, percent. real chocolate. Real chocolate. I remember seeing that in her fridge. Going great, chocolate. And so I broke some off and I shoved it in my mouth and ate it and then went, is that, is that actually rat poison? <laughs> <laughs> it was a trick your mother did to make sure you wouldn't still have chocolate. Yeah, so those sorts of things. And I used to have this dance in my mind that would say, you know, if I go for a run, then I can come back and I can oh, have a trade off. I did trade-offs all the time and it was very tiring and mm. I spent – huge amount of energy on that and then you know probably 10 years ago a a great mate of mine said um, I'm quitting sugar Uh, do you want to be my buddy and I went yes please I am so done so so done with sugar Mm -hmm. so she she was great we buddied up and we uh, went off it Uh, she had substitutes
0: right I went
1: cold cold turkey and didn't even have like I used to love dried fruit, dried apricots yeah. were my favorite thing. Yeah. Gave all the dried fruits up. But I so I just ate fresh fruit. Fresh fruit fresh fruit was yeah. my treat. Great. Mm. Mm. What did she trade off with? I'm mm. Curious. I can't remember. But you know, instead of chocolate, there'd be cacao and oh, ste- okay. you know, it was maple syrup. Mm. I didn't have maple syrup, I didn't have rice syrup, had none of the syrups. Right. Yeah. But she but she had a well, I did too. We both had families. Yeah. Um, I just got, I went sheer white-knuckle willpower. You are balls to the wall. It was that. Discipline kind yeah, of shit. it was that. And, yeah, for a good, until I met you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I had no sugar. <laughs> just fruit. Fresh fruit, sugar, <laughs>
0: well, but now you have this little cacao bear. What is cacao? Oh, we love the little, little
1: carob bears. bears. The little carob bears with coconut. It is yummy, they my treat.
0: Cheer out the
1: banjo bears. You yeah. like the They don't have ones. any added sugar. Ah, they're, yes. just carob. they're just carob and coconut. Right. Yeah. So I really they're my little treat many times a week. I do like to have a treat. Hmm. Um. And yeah, but I'm pretty careful. Sometimes I'll have an occasional blowout, but Mm, that's my relationship with sugar, and I still sometimes crave it. You know, I walk mm. past a bakery and smell oh, their shit. freaking smell, yeah, and go, Ooh, yeah, it's, and then it's keep big, walking. Mm. It's
0: um, two things. One, I remember when I was a kid, so under ten, well, all the time. Mum always. We were the generation that had dessert <laughs> every damn night. Yeah, rice pudding, uh, some kind of lemon meringue pie yeah. or caramel pie, or I grew up on sweets. And you grew up on sugar sandwiches. Sugar sandwiches, yeah. I did white bread and (laughs) butter and sugar because we were so poor, Yeah, for real. I asked my mum before she died, why did we have sugar sandwiches all the time at school, in primary school? She said we were too too poor to afford food, food. Yeah. And I went, right, okay. So I grew up on sugar and I remember uh, condensed milk would come in tubes Mm. and I, I was below 10, younger than 10 before we shifted house, and I remember sneaking out at night <laughs> to the cupboard and sucking on the tubes and condensed milk. And I remember in the army, because you get condensed milk in ration packs, oh. and so we'd go out bush in the army and you get a ration pack, which has got everything, 24-hour ration pack. I'd go and swap out <laughs> the, the biscuits, the tin meat, the all the stuff, with everyone else in the platoon so you and had just, a backpack full of I had condensed- a back- <laughs> <laughs> everyone's condensed milk tubes jeez <laughs> don't condense milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had a sugar thing you had a sugar thing bigger yeah. thing big thing and uh i i guess the difference is nowadays i'm i'm in control of it you so are in control of it because you'll have. You I still have, have sugar. I'll, I'll sh- it's a mindset choice.
1: Blowout one day. Well, it's not going to blow out. It's you a, say I'm having a 10% day. Yeah. With, you know, when
0: Shane's at work, my assistant, when he's at work on Monday, it's a fun day. Mm. And so I'll have sugar. You know, he bought chocolate the other mm. day. So that kind of thing. Mm. But the day, a couple of days before, I'd been and I did a reel about it or we did something about it and I'd been. I did a reel about it and I'd been at um, the doctor getting my foot looked at and the doctor went, oh, the only solution is just to do cortisone. And I went, well, you suck. And I Mm. chucked a tanty about it, just a little sulk. And on driving home, I thought all I want is sugar. And Mm. I had to go past a service station and a corner shop to get home. And are driving out loud. I'm saying to myself, "Dates, dates, 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 dates." dates. Ah, dates. yes. I got home and I ate three dates, and like, because you buy me dates, dates? every. I
1: do fresh dates, nice healthy snack. So
0: I had three fresh dates instead of inhaling a bloody chocolate bar, which emotionally huge. I wanted to. So, yeah, I see that I'm in control of the sugar that I do. Yeah, and it's primarily, you know, uh, fruit sugars. Yeah, you know, I love fresh dates so much. They're they're, yeah. they're my best treat. Yeah, Not a fan of carob and carob bears. That's all yours. I will never steal them off you. Thank you.
1: And <laughs> <I laughs> if that. Shane
0: comes to work on a Monday with uh, a block of chocolate, we, him and I will happily enjoy that together. Yeah. And that's part of my, you know, that
1: 10% thing. So, yeah, so I've just got a different my I changed my mindset. You changed your mindset. You know, it's interesting when I was at, uh was about six weeks ago when I was at the um, Evidence-Based Emotional Freedom Technique training, Training three days of it, that on the third day we worked on cravings, food cravings. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, and I paired up with a woman. My food craving, interestingly, was not sugar because no. I knew that, you know, I, I largely have that under control. Mm. I will work on it. That will be my next craving one. But I worked on bread and butter.
0: Yeah. You, I could always tell if Alice was not in a good day. I'd come home, <laughs> she'd be in a piece of bread and butter. <laughs> with legs, more butter than bread. Butter.
1: <laughs> more butter than bread. But leaving aside the bread and butter, I paired up with a woman who there was a particular type of chocolate that she loved. Mm. And it was so interesting tapping our way through the process of switching off a craving. Mm. It brought to all of our attention. You know, I watched her and worked with her and, you know, there was the sound of the wrapper. Mm. There was the smell of the chocolate. We, You go through all, all the senses and all the layers. There's the anticipation and then, you know, she said she could gorge on that chocolate. Yeah. And this is a woman who's a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a bunch of psychologists and counsellors and teachers. So, you know, highly responsible woman. Yeah. Um, You know, she said she could gorge on this chocolate. We worked our way through it. Um. So she she had a mouthful, rolled it around in her mouth, you know. In her mind's eye. In her mind's eye. She saved it. Oh, she she actually ate it. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, no, she did the whole thing. We all took in our actual food. Um, You took a butter sandwich. I did. Um, But anyway, back to the sugar (laughs) and the chocolate and this lovely woman. She ate it. Then we went through the tapping process. Mm. And she realised through that process that her chocolate craving was deeply connected with childhood. Yeah. Um, childhood suffering. Yeah. In a family that was chaotic, where there was some violence, it was a little bit like, you know, the fittest survivors. Yeah. yeah. And they, like you in your family, actually, mm. she knew, all the kids knew that they would have a peaceful night. When one of their parents mm-hmm. arrived home from work with lollies and chocolate, yeah, and everyone could have everything they wanted, they'd gorge on the chocolate yeah. and the lollies, and they knew that they were safe for that night.
0: Yeah.
1: So the tapping uncovered that memory, mm. and we worked our way through that, and and we we just we disarmed that memory as if you would disarm a landmine in your body. Yeah. 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 Uh, we disarmed that memory completely unpacked it, tapped our way through it. And when she came back to eating the chocolate again, because we disarmed the emotional hook yeah. to it yeah. and the memory, um, it had absolutely no appeal for her anymore, mm. nothing, nothing. And, and it took her a while. You know, it took her quite a few minutes. We said to her, okay, it's gone, yep, the craving's gone, the interest in the chocolate is gone. Yep. She tried to take a bite of it and nearly threw up. It just had nothing for her. Yeah. We said, you know, would you like to throw the block in the block of chocolate in the bin? And then other things kicked in like, oh, no, you know, you can't waste food, I'll, yeah. I'll take it home to my daughter. Yep. And, and then, you know, in another couple of minutes she just, she just, we took the time to let these things kind of settle inside us she let it settle and then she let it settle a little bit more and then she went my daughter does not need this chocolate in the bin and Mm. the thing about cravings you know we all go oh my god I could never give up chocolate or coffee or bread and butter or whatever whatever it is sugar um once you start to identify what the emotional hook is Mm. for it and release that hook or dismantle disarm that landmine that memory yep. it's you don't miss it mm. it just holds no interest for you anymore yeah because you've actually done the work yeah on the emotions that were connected with it
0: yeah and I love that you're able to you coach people and help people with breaking their habits and all that I stuff do now. and reset yeah. using EFT so and so you don't have to, pay and stuff yeah
1: you don't have to white knuckle it with yeah. willpower yeah you can actually yeah, you can actually unhook those emotional yeah, hooks, true. and then the and you know I don't miss bread and butter anymore. The other night when I drove home from a training session, and I knew I was outside of my window of tolerance. I knew I was hyper aroused because it had been a long It'd day, been a big long day and a big emotional training session. And all the way home, I was like. <sighs> I, need, I I was thinking of everything I that loved, could eat. everything sugary that I could possibly <laughs> Get eat. those banjo bears. But no, they didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> no, it was like caramel slices, yeah. I want a bag of red snakes, yeah. I want this, I want this. I was, they were just flooding through me and, and I knew that I just had to regulate myself, mm. regulate my emotions and I would be okay. But, yes, yeah, such yeah. an interesting process, sugar, mm. emotions, Memories, hooks. Yeah. Mm. I
0: did some interesting work. I, I trained with Jack Canfield oh, more than 10 years ago in the mm-hmm. United States. And uh, he highlighted that the thing that we crave is the thing that gave it com- us comfort. comfort as a child. Yes. So I actually don't crave chocolate. Never have chocolate's not my craving. It's Allen's sweets. Yeah. So Allen's, for those of you out of Australia, they were like the the only brand of good candy lollies mm. in our childhood in the 60s and same as that other mm. psychologists mm. lead, you know we lived in fear our whole childhood and if dad ever came home with a was a one pound because it was back in the pre-changing over to kilos yeah, days the yeah. old system he'd come home with a one pound paper bag of mixed lollies and when that happened same thing you knew you were safe for the night you were going to get a treat you'd go to bed without getting physically mm.
1: Yeah, beaten. You'd go to bed with a full belly. You'd go to, yeah. Yeah, mm. sugar, interesting. Yeah.
0: But you'd go to bed safe.
1: Mm. And
0: so my default, and that was where I understood when my sugar mm. cravings came in. Mm. And then it just got fed, you know, as a kid because we were poor. But, yeah, I've always defaulted to lollies, like same red frogs, red mm. raspberries. Yeah. Any kind red of. snakes. Yeah Alan's, yeah, Alan's kind of lollies is my biggest default. If I go for them, yeah, I'm pretty emotional. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I can, we have dates in the house. You always buy me dates every I week. I like buying you dates. Yeah. So um, that's my go-to kind of safety thing nowadays. Just you know, replace it with a different choice. Uh, different choice, and I have an understanding of it. Yeah. So that I'm not triggered the same way. That's
1: right. And I you can know, control it. One of the things we thank say... you, Jack
0: Canfield. That was a oh, great.
1: Oh yeah, for yeah. Me. That That yeah, what great training. A great insight. Yeah, yes. It was. Uh, the thing we stay in emotional uh, in evidence-based EFT is. The thing is not the thing. No, it's never the thing. <laughs> it's never
0: the thing. Yeah. No, same with kinesiology. It's never the thing. Mm. The thing that tips us over is not the thing.
1: Yeah.
0: But we default to a thing that makes us feel emotionally yeah. safe. Yeah. So wherever you're at on your mm-hmm. sugar journey, hold hope. Yeah. If you need to reach out to Alice. She does great coaching sessions yeah. around that kind of stuff. It's great to be able to break those patterns and have the tools to be able to do something yeah. with it.
1: Reach out to her. Not only do you break the pattern of, say, sugar, for example, the craving for sugar, but you get the opportunity to go back and and disarm mm. the original cause of it yeah. safely.
0: So sugar Legit- isn't our enemy. Sugar is mm. needed. Mm. Literally fuel our brain chemistry and we, to carry amino acids. However, it's a crap sugars, And it's everything in balance. So yeah. you know, too much of anything is not good for us, but sugar will throw us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ta, that Ta-da. sugar. I hope that's a help. Yeah, I hope that's a help. It's hmm. such a, it's such a big topic. It's one of those areas where people have a lot of opinions. Yeah, you know, it's riddled with opinions. Yeah, and um, that's just a little kind of another facet that. It is. We're enjoying exploring. Yeah. So mm. I'm going to throw
0: it because you're the usually one who throws in one more piece of information before we get off these yeah, calls. you throw it in. I'll throw it in. <laughs> is that on a physical level, if you're craving sugar, you're low in the mineral chromium, right. chromium picolinate. They come as a little 200 microgram tablet. In Australia, you can buy them at any health food shop. You take them as prescribed on the bottle for a few weeks and you physically lose the taste for sugar emotions will always override physical but from a physical Mm, level you can bring that back into balance and sugary things start tasting crappy
1: Mm.
0: Uh, and by another note is that artificial sugars are poison full stop
1: yeah
0: poison our body does not know how to deal with them it sees them as a chemical a nasty toxin and it wraps them up in fat so sugar-free things will make you fatter tons of science around mm. that
1: yes don't it is. do
0: it if you're going to have sugar yeah. have real sugar if i want a soft drink i have a Bundaberg ginger beer yeah because mm-hmm. in australia that's um it's made on real cane sugar like a soft drink you know should be kind of done and mm. it's a fermented ginger drink uh, in america i have a jones jones is a brand that makes their drinks the same as old-fashioned you know like Bundaberg mm, ginger nice. beer so, um, you know, I'll, I enjoy ginger beer. You do? I do. Mm. But I have it as a real sugar source so our body knows how to deal with it. And yeah. it's a fermented drink, so it's also good for garden. Yeah. And don't have it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it. Remember, it's everything in balance and yes. we deserve the sweet things in life. But if you're doing them out of need and cravings, that's not balanced. Out a choice yeah. is a totally different game. Yeah. See you. See ya.
1: If you enjoyed our podcast, please let us know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you can always catch the next episode. Mm, and if you'd like to receive an exclusive
0: link to Alice's free guided relaxation and Jen's free Feed Your Body
1: ebook, subscribe to our seasonal newsletter at smartsassyseniors.com. Woo-hoo.